ready for the word this morning? How many, how many have gotten something good out of this teaching we've been on? Oh, I tell you what, I'm so excited about this. You know, God does not bring something to us, to, I mean, doesn't bring something into my heart to minister to you for just, you know, for no reason. He does it because he's wanting us to experience these things. He wants us to take advantage of these things. He wants us to tap into this power of God that's now in us. Faith in the power of God. How many have faith in Almighty God? How many have faith in the Word of God? How many have faith in the blood of Jesus? How many people have faith in the power of God? Oh, glory to God. I, I tell you what, in this, this power is in a class all by itself. There is no power that measures up to this power. Because, see, all other kinds of power are limited. They can be measured. This power is limitless. It's immeasurable. It is greater than any other kind of power found on this earth. Nothing can stand against it. Nothing. That is something to shout about. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. That means, listen, no matter what you face in this life, no matter what the devil might throw at you, no matter how great the challenge, no matter how hot the fire, no matter how great the storm, you can come through it victoriously to the other side by tapping into the power of God that is in you with your faith. Woo, come on now. I think this is something to get a little bit more happier than you are right now. We need to get excited about this. Everybody say, I've got God's power, I've got God's power. In, me. in me. Woo, ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Go with me this morning to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. I want to talk about and really start to um, get into your hearts the fact of what is in us. I know we've been talking about it, but I want to take you to several scriptures that speak of the fact that you have God's power in you right now. Why would I want to do that? Because as I'm telling you and sharing with you scriptures about the fact that you got God's power in you, what's going to happen? You're going to start to have faith in the power of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Do you see that? Do you understand that? See, this is where a lot of Christians miss it. You've got to get yourself tanked up on the Word of God in all the different areas that you might face in, in the future for, as far as like sickness and disease. What does God say about healing? You need to find out what the Bible says about healing. And you, if you're dealing with sickness, you need to get in the Bible in those areas. and You need to meditate in those scriptures until you got it in your heart. God wants me whole and healthy. Healing is a part of my redemptive rights. See how I'm saying this, but see what a lot of times people, this is something we need to stop, don't we? Is thinking that we can just make it through life by coming into church and hearing me preach once a week. Do you live in this fallen world the rest of the week? Are you facing challenges throughout the week? Do things come against you during the week? then don't you think you need to be tanked up in what God has said about you, who you are now in Christ, the fact that you got God's power on the inside of you, hallelujah, so that when those things come, you're just going to go, 
Another chance for me to show the world that my God is real. I'm coming through this. I don't care if the world labels it impossible, something that can't be done. I'm coming through this. I'm coming through this. I got God's power in me, a power that is immeasurable, unlimited, and far surpassingly greater than anything in this world. Whoo, I'm getting happy up here. Thank you, Jesus. Notice 1 Corinthians 1.18, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to, to, to us who are being saved, it is the what? The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are not born again. Did you hear that? You know, if somebody comes up and starts talking, how do I want to be, I don't want to be too rude. <laughs> if they come up and they start to talk foolishly and say that, that they don't believe in God or they don't believe in Jesus, what, is, what are they really doing right there and then? They're letting us know that they're not born again. That's why it's foolishness to them. But to us, the message of the cross is the power of God. Can you see the connection between the word of God and the power of God? This is so important to understand. You've heard me say during this teaching, what does the Bible say about the word of God? It is living and powerful. I remember the first time I heard someone uh, try to explain this. So the, the way I got it the best is when I heard someone say it like this. When you blow into a balloon and you blow your air, you're the one blowing into the balloon. A part of you is now in that balloon. Well, we are balloons, so to speak. We're, we're, we're human beings but do you understand how I'm saying this? Because God breathes into us. God blows into us with revelation from the word of God that is living and powerful. In other words, if you were to look in me, there would be a part of God in me. His word is living and powerful. His word is living and powerful. And right here we can see the connection, the message of the cross and the power of God, the connection between the two of them. And as we can see right here, this power, this when we make our confession of faith and receive Jesus into our hearts as our personal Lord and Savior, we say, come into our hearts. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Immediately, everybody say immediately, something happens on the inside. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I just saw that. Immediately, something happens on the inside. That confession of faith taps into the power of God that leads us unto salvation. The confession of God's word taps into the power of God to cause us to go from a state of death unto life, from being separated from God to becoming God's very own child. Ooh, it happens how, how, how quickly does it happen? Immediately, right there and then, bam. We don't doubt that for a moment, do we? Do you realize that's the exact same way it works with everything else in the Bible? See, what ends up happening, for example, in the area of healing is the, when, when people are prayed for for healing, the first thing they do is check their physical bodies. They check what they can feel and what they can see 
and instead of simply believing what the Bible says. Hello? But see, when I step out in faith, listen to me, there's something on the inside starting to work on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Healing power, glory to God. And the moment I released my faith for it, I got it. Just like when Jesus spoke to the fig tree, it dried up from the, you couldn't see any change in that tree when Jesus first spoke to the tree. But when he came back the next day, they could see a change. It worked its way outward from the roots into the leaves, into the outward part of that tree. Now they could see it. That's exactly how it works for us. The word of God gives us the faith to activate the power of God in our lives to change things in our lives, to heal us if we're in need of healing, to deliver us if we're in need of, of, of being set free. Amen. Glory to God. Am I the only one that's getting happy about this? Come on now. Everybody smile. Everybody say, I love you, Pastor Dan. Oh, thank you. Like Emmy goes, oh, anyway, praise God. Hallelujah. Our faith acts as the ignition switch to the power of God unto salvation and to everything else that now belongs to us in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, look at, skip down to verse 22, 1 Corinthians 1, 22. For Jews request a sign, Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block and to the Greeks foolishness. But to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, notice, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ, the power of God. Christ, the wisdom of God. What does that word Christ mean? Well, that's Jesus' last name. Isn't that what it is? So many people believe it. It means the anointed one and his anointing. Wherever the anointed one goes, so too goes the anointing. Did you hear what I did? You know what the anointing is? It's God's power. And guess where it's at? It's in you and it's in me. Oh, hallelujah. Christ, the power of God. Christ, the power of God. That's what's in me, hallelujah. Now look at chapter 2. We've already covered these scriptures uh, somewhat, but I want to say it's bare repeating right now. And I, brethren, when I came to you, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 2, verse 1, and I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Do you want to know if the Holy Ghost is real? Because, see, you can know that he's real. He wants to demonstrate and show off to this world that he's real. He wants us to believe these things. Hallelujah. Get this. But in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Mm, faith in the power of God. Faith in the power of God. I've got faith in the power. I'm telling you, I've got a greater level of faith in the power of God than I've ever had before. 
The more I study this, the happier I get. And I've always been a pretty happy chap. I love Jesus. I'm a happy pappy. I say it all the time. Now, me and Emmy, happy pappy, happy pappy. Okay, anyway, I enjoy it a little bit more than you are, but that's okay. <laughs> In other words, Paul was saying that he fully believed that when he preached the word of God, it would be accompanied with demonstrations of the spirit and of power. Ooh, in other words, his preaching would be accompanied with signs and wonders. And why? So that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I'm going to say this. We, as Christians, must have faith in the power of Almighty God. This wasn't just something Paul wrote about and expected in his ministry and in, in, in his ministry alone. He was letting us know, now this is important, that as Christians, this should be something we should be expecting when we, we, when we, when you, when I share the gospel message, accompanying signs and wonders. Oh, hallelujah. Why have we limited God? Can I ask you a question? Has, has the Holy Spirit diminished? In, in, in his power, in, 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 in being the Holy Spirit. Has that diminished? I mean, come on, do you really believe that's true? Do you believe the power of God has diminished over the years? I mean, come on, we just needed the power of God to be on display back to establish this, just the starting of the new, the new church that was just being established. We just needed the power of God way back then. We don't need the, the power of God anymore. We got really good preachers who can preach the word of God really effectively. And that's why we see so many in this country and throughout the world rejecting Christ. If you believe... See, I'm convinced of this. How did the early church grow? But I know I've had people tell me this, you know, you can't believe it. I'm believing it. How did the early church grow? The book of Acts is to demonstrate to us the church, the very same church, how we're supposed to do things. What did they do? They preached the word with accompanying signs and wonders. And when the people heard the word, saw those accompanying signs and wonders, the church grew. Okay, what they're telling us is true. This isn't some made-up malarkey. This is true. Is that, is that Joe Biden's word, malarkey? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me for even saying that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I say something else? Parents and grandparents, we need to properly train up our children where these things are concerned. They need to experience this in their lives. We need to be praying over them. When they get sick, we don't, the first thing we think about is a doctor. The first thing we don't think about is medicine. The first thing we think about is the power of God that's in us. We got healing power. There is no sickness greater than this, this power in us. And they need to grow up with that. They need to experience that. They need to see that when, when, when we tell them about Jesus, there's accompanying signs and wonders to accompany what we're telling them about Jesus. In other words, if we start to tell them that Jesus is the healer and we share, share different incidents in the, the, the New Testament of where Jesus healed, and we can say to them, that same Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And glory to God, the same way he healed is when people had faith in him, faith in what he was speaking. Glory to God, with their faith, they tapped into the power of God in Jesus. 
We got to be sharing that with our kids, our grandkids. Think about them growing up with an understanding of these things. Nobody's going to be able to talk them out of it. They're experiencing it. What is my old saying I like to say? Someone comes along and says, uh, you can't swim in that pool too late. I'm already in it. I'm swimming in it. I, this is the way it is, glory to God. When you're experiencing something, how can somebody talk you, talk you out of it? It can't be done. I done got it. And for me to sit there and, and never mind, I, don't, I won't go there. I want your children and my children and our grandchildren, for those who are grandparents, yippee, I want all of them to be raised this way. To have faith in God, to have faith in his word, to have faith in his blood, have faith in the power, the power, the power of God. Amen. And then when they, they come across a friend or a teacher or, or even themselves, sickness tries to get on them, they immediately say, hey, let's pray. Let's tap into the power of God that's in us. Hallelujah. Don't you want that? If they're experiencing it, friends, they're going to live with it all their life. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. So once again, the key factor to us experiencing the power of God is our faith. Faith is the fuse that ignites the power of God. Faith is the switch that activates the power of God. Hey, um, one of you two, whoever can do it, go step back there in the back real quick by the door where the light switch are. A little bit more hop to your skip. All right, I want you to turn the lights off. Can you turn the lights off in here? Or the, No? Can you turn the lights it, It's not going to... Okay, turn the lights off. Okay, see how that works? <laughs> I'm trying to show you an illustration. You don't have to do it, Casey. Forget it. I get, they get it. With a switch, I can walk up. If this room was dark, pitch black, and there was a switch right here, I could walk up with one finger and flip the switch, and the light dispels the darkness. One flip of that switch taps me into the power that had come from a power, oh, thank you, Jesus, from a power station through wires into this place, and then I'll, whoop, whoosh, the power turns on the lights. We, oh, well, hello. <laughs> so as you can see, it's now dark in here. If you're watching by uh, live stream, it's dark. But anyway, praise God. In one flip of the switch, ready, Casey? Flip. No. <laughs> well, the rest of the service will be in the dark. <laughs> no. One flip of the switch and boom. <laughs> well, there you go. There it comes, praise God. Now, I want you to catch something when I just, because the Lord was just reminding me of that. The power is already here. It's already here, but it's not activated, is it? it you, these lights won't be on. It's, it's dark in here. Power's here, but you have to do what? Flip the switch and activate that power. It's the exact same way. When you come to the realization you've got the power of God in you, all it takes is a flip of the switch. Use 
your faith. Faith that comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Get this truth. You got the power of God in you. And it doesn't take some long, drawn-out prayer to activate it. Are you hearing me? I tap into the power of God right now with my faith in the name of Jesus. Bam, I expect results right there and then. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Now, I want to uh, share this with you because this is not only going to help you where this is concerned, but it's going to help you in other areas where faith is concerned. This is something I learned years ago, and that is this. We don't have to fully understand how God created everything and how God does things in order to take advantage of it, in order to, to use it, to, to, to uh, benefit from it. Are you listening? I mean, how many of you fully understand how the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sins? Do you fully understand that? But how many people take it full advantage of the blood of Jesus? I know I take advantage of the blood of Jesus, amen? And how many people in here believe, how many of you fully understand the fact I know you understand it from the, from the perspective of that it's written in the Bible, thus it is so. But I'm talking about how does it really work? When Jesus died on the cross and went down into the heart of the earth to pay the penalty for our sins, but then was raised up from the dead, how did that actually happen? I mean, how did it happen? What, I mean, was it a, like in my mind's eye, a big explosion, everything went, all the demons went flying off of him, or what, what was it? I don't understand it fully, but I can still believe it. I want to say something to you right now. I mean, let me, th let me th say this. Brother Hagin used to say this when he was a boy. He could not understand how a brown cow could produce white milk and then when churned, turn into yellow butter. But he said in the meantime, he just kept right on enjoying the milk that he was drinking and the butter that he was using. He was still taking advantage of it, even though he didn't understand it. Listen, I'm going to say something to you right now. I keep going the wrong way. Do we need to fully understand everything found in the Bible in order to enjoy it and take advantage of it? Do you, uh, again, <laughs> I want us to get to the point where if God said it, that settles it, whether I understand it or not. Did you hear what I just said? Kind of added a little addendum to what I've been saying. If God said it, that settles it, whether I understand it or not. Now I have a choice. I choose to believe it. I said I choose to believe it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, faith is a choice. Faith is a choice. Hallelujah. Now go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Y'all getting something out of this? Woo, hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 19. But I will come to you shortly if the Lord wills. This is Apostle Paul speaking to the Corinthian church. And I will know not the word of those who are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Everybody say the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. How much of you, how many of you believe in the kingdom of God? Because if you're born again, you're a part of the kingdom of God. I want you to see what backs up the kingdom of God. What backs up the kingdom of God? You know why the United States, you could call it a kingdom, sort of, kind of, we don't have a king, 
but we have, a, you know, our different types of uh, government and so forth and so on. But the bottom line is, why do other countries fear us? Because of the power that backs us up. Did you hear that? Well, we're part of the kingdom of God now. And the power that backs up the kingdom of God is God's power. Again, it is immeasurable. It is unlimited. It is far surpassing greater than anything else out there. Glory to God. Thank God that we're a part of the kingdom of God. And thank God it's the power of God that backs it up. 1 Thessalonians 1.5 from the New Living Translation. For when we brought you the good news, it was not only with words, but also with power. Everybody say power. For the Holy Spirit gave you full assurance that what we said was true. Now, go to Romans. Uh, well, you can just look up here. To, from the New Living Translation again, Romans 15, verses 17 through 19. So I have reason to be enthusiastic about all Christ Jesus has done through me in my service to God. Yet I dare not boast about anything except what Christ has done through me, bringing the Gentiles to God by my message and by the way I worked among them. Verse 19, they were convinced by the power of miraculous signs and wonders and by the power of God's spirit. Woo. So when Paul preached, it was accompanied with signs and wonders, demonstrations of the spirit. Amen. And why? To confirm the word preached to convince them that what Paul was talking to them about, sharing with them, preaching to them, was real. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, what a difference it would make if we just did it the way Jesus did it. I mean, we're followers of Christ. Did Jesus not back up what he proclaimed with accompanying signs and wonders. Now, again, I know a lot of people will say, well, he's Jesus. He's the Son of God. And yes, that's true. But he didn't do what he did when he walked the earth as the Son of God. He did it as a human being, just like you and me, anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Amen. Jesus the, the works that Jesus did were a testimony, a testimony to them that Jesus was who he was. And if we will only sit there and believe and accept and, and fully expect that when we preach the word, we're going to have accompanying signs and wonders, that will be a testimony to the people who are hearing us preach that what we is preaching is true. Are you with me? Thank you, Jesus. And friends, listen to me. I, 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 when I preach the word about being born again, I fully expect the power to be there to get born again. And when a person hears it, receives it, and acts upon it, I fully believe they're going to get born again. When I stand up here and I preach the, the word about being, people being healed, I fully believe that when people hear it, Faith comes, and when they act on that faith, they'll be healed. I hope you're listening to me. If I'm preaching a message on deliverance and people hear it, they have the faith to be set free. And when they act on it, 
they will be set free. But see, 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 too many people. This is so sad. No, 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 no. No, no, I don't. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, I don't. I, we, we, we believe in the preaching of the word. We, we believe in the preaching of the word, but that it, that's it. That's it. What, that, that power stuff. Put the brakes on that, big boy. That's, that's a little too weird for me. That's a little too strange for me. You know what people like that are doing? Fulfilling the Bible. They have a form of godliness, but deny the power there. Everybody say, that's not me. Hallelujah. Do you believe that the early church experienced signs and wonders? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit is still as powerful as he was back then? Do you believe the power of God is still as powerful as it was back then? So why aren't we doing the same things? I mean, if it is literally a choice that we make, I am, I'm just going to say, God, you know this is true. I choose to believe it. I choose to believe it. I take God at his word. I said, I take God at his word. I believe what God has said in his word is so. Do you know what that does where God is concerned? That makes him smile. He is pleased when we live by faith. Amen. I mean, why do we need faith if we could just get along in our own you know, wisdom in, in our own uh, education, in our own abilities, or in, in doctor's abilities, in medicine. I am not coming against doctors in medicine. I'm not at all. But the first thing we should do is, God, what do I need to do here? If it's healing, glory to God. I know that no matter what I'm, that may, we, we live in a fallen world. Do you, are you listening? We live in a fallen world. There's sickness and disease all around us. That means that sometimes that junk tries to get on us. Are you hearing me? How do we get it off of us? We tap into the healing power of God that's in us. Does this not make you as excited as as you can tell it's making me? I say this, and I, I know I've shared this with you because I want you to do this. I sat there again last night, and I'm just looking at these hands, and I'm saying, Lord, I'm going to lay these hands on the blind eyes, and they're going to be opened, and they'll be able to see. I'm going to lay these hands on the deaf ears, and they're going to be open, and they're going to hear. I'm going to lay these hands on the lame, and they're going to rise up, and they're going to run. Glory to God. I'm going to lay these hands on the dead, and they're going to be raised up. I expect to do the works of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I have faith. God knows it. He knows I got faith in this. I got faith. You got faith in this because you've been sitting here listening to the word of God. If you just sit there, you know what your attitude should be? If it's in the Bible, I believe it. I know that settles it. I believe it. I choose to believe it. I may not fully understand it, but I accept to believe it. I choose to believe it. I know it's true. Do you expect God to do something in and through your life? You know, it's, it's really neat to be used by God. No, change that up. It's, it's really awesome when someone prays for you and you get what you're looking for immediately. A, you know, being healed of a sickness or, or disease or whatever the case is. Or, and, and 
Can I just share this with you from the bottom of my heart? As thrilling as that is, it is not even close to being as, as thrilling as, am I saying that right? It is not, it doesn't even measure up to the thrill I experience when I pray for somebody. When God uses me to pray for somebody and, 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 and they're healed, they're healed, they're delivered, they're set free, they get born again, whatever it is. There's nothing more exciting about that. And, and, and again, I just, I, I, I want to overemphasize this. I need to overemphasize this. It's not just for me. It's for all of us who believe. Believe. Oh, I have faith in the power of God. Now go to uh, Ephesians chapter 6. Friends, if it happened in the early church, it should still be happening today. God doesn't change. God's power does not change. Amen? Ephesians chapter 6, I'm going to read this from the Amplified and then from the Passion Translation. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Now notice this. Be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. I like that, but boy, I really like this one. The Passion Translation of that same verse reads, Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. I got explosive power flowing through me, working through me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> With this power, I can make a huge difference in this world. I want you to catch this because this is so important. This is where I feel like the church has really let down on their responsibilities. We are called to make a difference in this world for Jesus. Do you know why Jesus in John 14, 12 says, He who believes in me, the works that I do, he shall do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go to the Father. Do you want to know why that is? Because it's not talking about greater in, 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 in what the miracle is. It's talking about the greater in number. Jesus was limited. In, I mean, he was in his human body when he walked the earth. Amen. I don't know how many people he healed. I mean, there was lots of them. But when you combine all the Christians walking this earth today, and if the Christians would rise up and be who they're supposed to be, followers of Christ, anointed with the anointed one, glory to God, his power in us, if we would just step up and do what we're supposed to be doing, we're going to see greater works than these. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just, I know I said this to you before about the, the, the uh, um, Azusa Street. They would fight over people who walked through the doors. Who's, I got this one. No, 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 I got this one. You just had your turn. I'm praying for this one. They had a revelation of the power of God. And it wasn't just for the minister. It was for everyone who believes. I want it to be like that in here. I want every one of you to say, that I'm, going to, I'm going to be used by God to do the miraculous. I'm going to tap into the power of God in me to do signs and wonders. Amen. Okay, I come on, only one person amen me. All of you.
need to believe it. Do you really believe God wants to do this for you, through you? Amen. Now look at Ephesians 3.20 from the Amplified. I'm almost done. We've got one minute. <laughs> Ephesians 3.20 from the Amplified. Now to him who by, no, let me read from the uh, regular King James first, New King James. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. You know what happens right there? People stop. Stop, and they declare that. But is that the end of the verse? It's not the end of the verse, is it? He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. Notice, according to. According to what? (laughs) The power that works in us. According to the power that works in us. The... (laughs) If the, let me just, I'm going to ask you a really simple question. If the power of God is working in us, doesn't that show that the power of God is in us? Pretty easy question to answer, right? Oh, now I want to read this from uh, the Amplified, Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who, and now notice, by and in consequence of the action of what? His power that is at work within us. Notice because of the action of his power that is work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far over and above, all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Glory to God! As God's power is working in us, he will then be able to do that super abundantly, far over and above, all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. According to the power that works in us. Are you all seeing this? Do you want to see those things that are exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all you could ask or think? Do you want to see that? It's in accordance to the power of God working in you. It's according to the power of God that's working in you. How does that power get to work in you? When you have faith in the power, that's when it gets activated. Glory to God. And when it's activated, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all you could ask her. Thank glory to God. This is incredible. Thank you, Jesus. Can I, I just literally got a little bit more. Timekeeper. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. How many believe God did that? Who has noticed, shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Question, is light a form of power? Is light a form of energy? Not a trick question. It is. It is. Doesn't the Bible tell us that God is light? So when God says he's shining in our hearts, what is shining in our hearts? He is light. Light. Light beams are shining in our hearts. Beams of his power. Of his glory. Oh, I'm convinced of it. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! And why? To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now look at verse 7. But we have this treasure in 
in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. What is this treasure that's now in us? God's light, God's power. Listen, I, I, that power is in this clay body of mine, this, this, this human body of mine. And, and, you know, it might not look that great, but boy, I'm telling you what's in me. I got this treasure in me. See, so, so don't get caught up on the outside because down on the inside, I got something. I got something that's greater than anything else out there. It's greater than any challenge you'll ever face. It's greater than any storm that will come against you and your family. It's the power of Almighty God. It's unlimited. It's immeasurable. It's surpassingly greater than anything you'll ever face. And when you tap into that power, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all you could ask for. Drop the mic. We're done. This is this is this is this is life changing. Can I just say this? Even though it's true, it's for us, but it's also to go through us. It's to go out to others. Amen. I when I lay my hands, what I've always said to people is, when I lay my hands on you, I don't want you to think of me laying my hands on you. I want you to think I'm laying. I'm the body of Christ. These are the hands of Jesus being laid on you now. And what I'm coming to understand is that very same power that Jesus healed, oh, thank you, Lord, that Jesus healed with is now in me. (laughs) Would you ever doubt for a moment if Jesus laid his hands on you that you would be healed? Do do you doubt for even a moment? So, So in other words, when someone lays their hands on you in faith, the very same power that Jesus healed with is activated. Healed. All for his glory. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, now, in conclusion, I'll say this. I know there's a lot of Christians who would say, then why are so many Christians going through this life powerless, without power? It comes down to one thing. They do not they don't, they don't hear about it. They don't talk about it. They don't read about it. They don't go to their Bibles about it. And if you don't do these things, you will not have faith in it. You won't even know that it's there. I guarantee you, I could probably go to almost, if there are so many Christians who have never heard a message along these lines. And it's so sad. How many scriptures have I given you just today? about God's power being in us. Are you hearing me? Aren't you glad to be here this morning? You're hearing about the power of God. Faith is growing in your hearts where the power of God is concerned. And and as it's growing with the faith that comes, oh, hallelujah, Mm, watch out world, here we come. We're going to be the body of Christ we've always, always were supposed to be. We are anointed with the very same anointing he was anointed with. We got the same Holy Ghost in us. We got the same power in us. Why do we sit there and say, well, it might happen or it might not happen. It might be God's will or not. You know, that's what those people will do. Who deny the power thereof? 
When something doesn't happen, and it, it, they immediately turn around and say, it's God's, it's God's fault. It must have not have been his will for me. What a bunch of hogwash. I'm not trying to be mean. I really am not. But I am saying, what does the Bible say? I am not, listen, I don't base my life upon the experiences of others. I base my life upon what does the Bible say. And if I expect to do what Jesus did, and I fully do, then I'm going to have to believe what's in me, the power of God that's in me. His power is in me. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. When we get this revelation, we, we, we will fulfill our destinies. We will bring God glory and honor in and through our lives. Amen. We will make a big difference in this world for Jesus Christ. We will reach the lost. We'll bring in this end times harvest. Boom, we're out of here. Do you believe that's going to happen? I don't understand how it's going to happen, but I know it's going to happen. I choose to believe it. In the twinkling of an eye, I'm going to go from a state of having a mortal body to having an immortal body. We just came off that really stupid movie, Immortals. But they still could die. When I become immortal, no more death, buddy. No more death. No more, no, 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 no more death. Immortal bodies. I, I, I'm going to go from a corruptible body into an incorruptible body. Do you fully understand that? But I choose to believe it. I choose to believe it. I take God at his word, and I take God at his word where these things are concerned. I got the power of God in me. I believe his power is in me for a reason. I believe when I'm faced with challenges in life, all I got to do is flip the switch with my faith. The power is activated, and watch out. Those things are going to change. Healings are going to happen. Deliverances are going to happen. People getting born again are gonna ha- is going to happen. Are you hearing me? It's for all of us as Christians, as believers. Y'all catching this? Come on. Let's just, get, let's just, would you come through those doors to say, okay, Pastor Dan, get me, I'm ready to get tanked up all the more. You should go back and re-listen this and write down the scriptures I gave you. Study them out for yourselves. Let your eyes rest upon what the Bible says in these matters. And I'm telling you, faith will rise up. You'll get all, you'll get persnickety. You'll just say, devil, you want a piece of me? Because you ain't just messing with me. My big brother's got my back. I got the power of the Holy Spirit in me. In fact, listen, let me kind of just say this to you real quickly, devil. What I got in me is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. You won't, you won't mess with me? You sure you want to come on and mess with me? Ow! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Whoo! Thank you, Jesus. Father, this stirs me up. Is it, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Is that, when I said that, hurt in my spirit because you're tasting of my power. <laughs> Ooh, this does turn me up. Oh, Father, we love you. We praise you. We thank you, Lord, that we have the Holy Spirit as our teacher, the one who leads us and guides us into the truth of your word. We are convinced, Father, as we hear the word, we receive the word, faith grows in our hearts and the moment we release that faith from our hearts through our mouths through our confession of faith we know that we're tapping into your power the power of God 
to bring to pass the things we're believing for. I believe that this is a church that's catching this. People watching via live stream are catching this. And there's an excitement growing in the body of Christ. An excitement to go forth and do those mighty exploits spoken of and that happened in the early church. How much more is it going to be happening today in this, the latter days of the church? Ha, ha, ha. Because we're drawing closer and closer to your return. We believe this is the way that we're going to be able to reach this world unlike any other time in the history of man. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for greater revelation and understanding of all these things. Hallelujah. Now, with our eyes closed, and I know we're Christians in this room, if anybody in here would say, Pastor Dan, I believe we're all Christians in here. I'm looking around the room. But you say, Pastor Dan, I've been doing things I shouldn't be doing, and I just need to get right with God. This isn't to bring condemnation. This is just to help you get back into right uh, standing with Almighty God. Thank God for the blood. If I'm speaking to anybody in this room, I just need you to slide a hand up. Nobody's looking around but me. If you need me to pray with you, slide that hand up right now in Jesus' name. Anybody in here say, that's me. Hallelujah. So I don't see any hands. I'm not going to draw this out. Just look up here now. Are y'all getting this? Are you excited about this? Faith in the power of God. I don't know how much longer we're going to be on this, but I'm, I, I know there's more to bring out, more things to share with you. And I am, you know what I'm expecting? I'm expecting to have the healthiest church in America. I'm serious. I really am. I'm expecting the whole church to catch this. And can I just throw this out for free right now? Never, ever do I say those things to bring condemnation upon somebody who might be dealing with a sickness or disease. I'm just letting people know that if you are, I know of a power that can change that thing and get, that, get the healing of God working on your behalf. And the healing of God always overcomes any sickness or disease. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, Father, I just pray a special blessing on these people now as they go their way. I'm asking you to bring everybody back Wednesday night if they're able to for the Bible study, Thursday for the women, and next Sunday, bring everybody back safely. We expect great things to continue to happen in here. We're excited about what you're doing for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody